0: Welcome to Looking Within, a podcast for the spiritual explorer in each of us. I'm Julie. I love to explore the inner life using contemplative practices, and I love to help others to do the same. In our time together, I hope you gain a sense of hope, meaning, joy, and love. As a Christian spiritual explorer, I hope to offer some thoughts to help you see God's presence and activity in ever-expanding ways. As you listen, ponder, and experience the divine, feel free to use the spiritual perspective you are most comfortable with in our practice today. Now, let's begin. Last time we began a two-part series centered around the question made famous by TV's Dr. Phil. How's that working for you? We took a look at living in BEV, B-E-V, standing for bitterness, entitlement, and being a victim. We saw that when we find ourselves upset with life or a person, offended or miffed about something, or just plain angry that our plans and expectations aren't being lived out or fulfilled, then the letters of BEV can be a helpful diagnostic for the root of what we're feeling. We observe that living in Bev is quite a miserable way to live. It makes a day or a life not very great for the one in Bev or for others around them. And when we're able to diagnose that we're in Bev, the question of, how's that working for you, really nails it. Living in Bev doesn't work well at all. If we can quickly spot Bev in us, we end up avoiding a lot of emotional upset in our lives and can nip chronic upsetness in the bud. Keep those letters handy in your daily life. Stay awake and aware of the potential for Bev in all of us. Today then, we look at another candidate for our question of how's that working for you by taking a look at living in scarcity or abundance. Perhaps a very basic starting place for this discussion is, are you a glass-half-empty person or a glass-half-full person? Quite likely, we contain the potential for both, depending on the situation or the day. And quite likely, we have a general emotional tendency towards one or the other. But as we continue forward on our journey, it becomes an important practice to mindfully spot and then live in abundance rather than scarcity. Scarcity is being afraid that there's not enough to go around, not enough things, not enough time, not enough love. It's living in our small ego selves with a very limited and small worldview. Some have commented that Americans largely operate out of a worldview of scarcity, which leads to actual scarcity of not enough land, housing, health care, water, or money for all of us. Abundance, on the other hand, is having our cup overflowing with love, with God's presence, with time for others, with the feeling that we already have enough, and with a desire to share our life and possessions with others. It's a posture of trust that God is near and that we're well taken care of. Richard Rohr reflects on abundance as seen in God's economy of grace and overflowing love and points out the various gospel stories of multiplication which clearly show a worldview of abundance. He recalls the story of Jesus feeding a crowd with very little food and with multiple baskets of leftovers, all revealing the nature of spiritual reality more than just performing a miracle. Rohr comments that the point being communicated is that the universe always has enough of itself to give if the portals of mind and heart are left open. It's almost time for our moments of quiet contemplation, and it's time for a gut check. As you examine your life, think about how you generally view events and circumstances. If you see that your life is generally focused around you and your needs, if you're always seeing the glass half empty, if you're holding back from sharing things with others and the world around you, or if you immediately see the negative about most everything going on in your life or in the world, Then you might be living in scarcity if you think more often than not that your view of life mindlessly flips into negativity and scarcity i'd ask you how's that working for you and if it's not working can you open the portals of your mind and heart to see the abundance of god and the universe all around you this is not so much a discussion about outer abundance or material prosperity This is more of an inner attitude, a posture of the heart and mind. We can make changes in how we see things if we so desire. Let's take some time now to ponder this. In this quiet space and time, I'd invite you to gently close your eyes. I'll sound the Tibetan singing bowl, which will call you to look within. As you're listening to the bowl's reverberations, Take three deep breaths. Then let your breathing return to normal whenever you'd like. Hear the sound of the bowl now. Let it center you. Let it remind you that God is here with you. Just a few very straightforward questions for you today, plus one thing to imagine. First, is the posture of your heart and mind one of negativity and scarcity, or of positivity and abundance? Second, do you feel an invitation to throw open the portals of your heart and mind and to live more often in abundance for yourself and for those around you? Finally, Use your imagination to feel this inner experience of divine abundance. Feel its lush, enlivened, open, and plentiful presence deep inside of you. I'll be back with you in about three minutes. I'd invite you now to take a few deep breaths, in and out, in and out. Let these breaths fill you with strength and energy. Hear me sound the Tibetan singing bowl, and as the sound of the bowl reverberates and slowly dies away, you can gently open your eyes, remaining still for a moment longer. Today, we've considered part two of a two-part series looking at the Dr. Phil question, how's that working for you? Last week, we considered Bev, bitterness, entitlement, and victimhood. Today, we've examined our inner experience of life. Do our heart and mind more readily move to negativity and scarcity, or to positivity and abundance? This is an important question. Your experience of your daily life greatly depends on how open the portals of your mind and heart are. The more I talk to people about their lives, the more I realize that our approach to life, living largely in scarcity or largely in abundance, strongly influences our journey. For some whose lives are not perfect, but who approach life with the portals of their hearts and minds open to God and the universe, There are numerous instances of synchronicity and new possibilities that are emerging for them on their journeys. They tend to dwell most often in abundance, in positivity. And for others, life may be full of dead ends and self-centered avenues, reflections perhaps of dwelling in negativity and scarcity. May you continue to have a growing sense of abundance in your life. May you connect more and more to God's economy of unconditional love and compassion, remembering that Jesus himself said in John 10.10 of the Bible, I came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Thank you for making time for your inner self today. Whatever you've discovered and experienced, carry that with you in the coming days. You can find more episodes at our website, Gloria-Day, that's D-E-I, dot com slash Looking Within Podcast. Or subscribe through your favorite podcast app. We'll see you next time.